Welcome back to another edition of the Paycast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside 29th ranked prospect for this year's NHL draft, Thomas Bordalo. Thomas, how are you today? Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, thanks. You know, lots of people have been uh, watching Netflix. Uh, among those Netflix shows have been Ozark and Tiger King. What have you been doing during quarantine? Uh, for sure, for sure. Netflix has been a part of my quarantine. Uh, been watching a lot of a lot of suits, a lot of prison break. But um, I think uh, I think I, I try to work out as much as I could. You know, I have a nice gym here in my house. Have a nice setup to shoot pucks and stuff like that. So uh, you know, I, I've been doing that a lot. And also, you know, spending time with my family. I, I'm away uh, all year uh, during the season, and uh, I think it's uh, it's fun to spend some quality time with them. You know, we're all we're all at home. We're not we're all you know not doing really anything so I think it's uh it's a good opportunity for us to you know just just spend some quality time and uh, yeah enjoy have you been intrigued to watch the sports that have returned such as NASCAR and Bundesliga uh a little bit of uh, a little bit of soccer yeah for sure uh NASCAR I've never really watched it before uh, uh so I've never I, I've never really watched a, a race or whatever but um yeah, yeah I'm excited to see what the other sports are going to come up next yeah so you grew up in Houston, but you uh, ended up, I think, uh, you know, moving to Montreal. With that, did you cheer for the Habs as a kid, or did you cheer for the Stars? Uh, I mean, I I only uh, I was born in Houston, but I only stayed a couple months there, so I don't remember anything about living in Houston. Uh, when I was eight months old, we moved to Switzerland for ten years with my parents because my dad was playing there. And uh, then I moved back to Montreal when I was 10 years old. So, you know, I, I grew up all over. I'm a little international. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not, uh, you know, of course, uh, it's, it's uh, living in Montreal. It's uh, the Habs, have, uh, they have a big fan base for sure. And it's, a, it's a big thing here. But, um, you know, I think, uh, I think because I didn't really grow up here, uh, you know, maybe I'm not as a, as a committed fan as uh, all the other all the other people from here. But um, for sure, I really like uh, watching them, and uh, you know, I, I really just enjoy watching hockey. So, you just mentioned that your dad played in the pro leagues. Did he, did he influence you to start hockey? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I started skating at two years old. So uh, you know, he definitely uh, he was a part of that. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? For sure, for sure. I think growing up, I've always been uh, idolizing Sidney Crosby a lot. You know, uh, uh, in my mind, he's just the, the perfect player. He's so complete. Uh, he does everything right, and not just on the ice, I think. Off the ice, he's just a tremendous person. And he, uh, you know, I think he goes about his business really, really well. And I think uh, he's a great example that, uh, you know, I could learn a lot from him. What would it be like for you to, you know, you idolize Sidney Crosby and, you know, you might play against him. What would that feel like? It would be, it'd be pretty special for sure. Uh, you know, I think it would be, it would be weird at first, but then, you know, it's just, uh, uh, you know, you just, uh, you go about your business, you do what you have to do and you try not to think about it too much, but I'm um, for sure it'd be special. Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, what do you mean by that? Do you want me to... Well, like, you know, just uh, you, like you said, you grew up all over the place. You know, how, what were some of the challenges that you faced? How did you overcome those challenges to where you are today? Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was pretty straightforward. It was pretty good. I mean, uh, I was lucky to, you know, 
started playing hockey in Switzerland because over there we play uh, small area games uh, all year long uh, until you're like 10 years old. So um, I think it really helped to develop my skills, just my hockey IQ, my vision, and, you know, how I react to things. And then when I came back here in Montreal, uh, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, for sure it helped, it helped my game. And I played as an underage Wee and then did my Wee years, did one year Bantam, and then played as an underage from the AAA team and then stayed there two years before going to the NTDP. But um, I think, uh, you know, I, I've had a lot of great coaches along the way, and they, they really helped me. And, of course, my dad really helped me too. But um, it's, uh, it was definitely a, a pretty unusual path. But, uh, you know, I, 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 there's only good things that came out of it. So, uh, yeah. You know, every kid dreams of being drafted into the NHL. What would it mean for you with the hard work that you've put in to get drafted? Yeah, it would mean a lot for sure. Uh, for sure, it's been uh, it's been a goal of mine uh, to get drafted, and uh, you know, in my mind, it's just another step toward uh, towards my actual dream, uh, which is playing in the NHL and performing in the NHL, not just playing. Um, you know, uh, wherever I get drafted, whenever I get drafted, uh, I think it's just uh, it's just another step towards uh, toward my towards my ultimate goal of uh, you know maybe one day winning Stanley Cup or. You know, just performing in the NHL. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what the future holds for me, for sure. What skills uh, would you say that you bring to the team that drafts you? You know, I think I'm a, I'm a versatile player, for sure. My hockey IQ is my biggest strength. Uh, you know, my puck skills are, are really good. And uh, I'm definitely a playmaker, but at the same time, I know when it's a good time to shoot and to score. You know, I think I'm, I'm a good 200-feet centerman. I can... I can I can do a lot of things on the ice. Uh, you know, I think I proved it this year with, uh, you know, coach, with my coach was trusting me on every every aspect of the game, just power play, PK, six on four, five on three. Uh, I think it was um, uh, it, it really helped me uh, develop my my all around game, and uh, for sure, you know, I, I know how to how to use my teammates, how to make them better, and I think I can bring a lot to a line. I can like, create a lot of offense at the same time, be uh, responsible defensively. So, uh, and you know, uh, off the ice, I think I'm. Uh, you know, I think I'm a fun guy to be around. I think I'm I'm fun to be around the locker room. You know, I like uh, spending time with the boys. Uh, I really enjoy, uh, you know, just being with them and, uh, you know, just doing whatever we do uh, between boys. But, um, yeah, I think I can I can bring a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to, to see what's, uh, what's next. You had 46 points in 47 games in the development portion of the season and 18 points in 19 games for the USHL portion. Is there a big gap between the two, uh, you know, different – portions of the season I mean for sure it's different playing against college teams than playing against USHL teams and playing our national teams um, I think it's uh, there's a big difference for sure you, you go to all, all kind of you go through all kind of adversity all kind of levels it's just you know sometimes you, you you're not trying to adjust your game too much to who you're playing against but um, I think you're just trying to you know do what you got to do and not think about who you're playing against but at the same time you know it's it's for sure different because playing against college teams, you know, you can make one mistake and uh, it's going to, it's going to be in the back of your net. So you got to be more careful for sure. And uh, I think it helped us grow a lot as a team. And, uh, you know, internationally, I think we, we performed really well just with, uh, with winning uh, the tournament in Sweden, then finishing uh, second in, uh, in uh, the Czech Republic. So. Despite it only being the developing program, what does it mean for you to wear the USA Jersey? Uh, I meant a lot, you know, I think, uh, uh, just wearing that jersey every day, uh, even in practices, uh, during games, during international events, during college games, it was it was really special, you know. And I, I'm gonna miss it for sure. It's uh, it was really a 
a great opportunity and I'm grateful for everything this, uh, this program has done for me. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, again, like I made brothers for life in the program and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it a lot. Yeah. What would be a typical game day for you? I uh, usually wake up around uh, eight, just uh, trying to wake up uh, pretty early. Then uh, go to the rink around 10, just uh, shoot some pucks, take a nice bath, you know, get the legs moving a little bit, get your body moving, just, you know, try to do something and uh, go back, uh, go back home, eat uh, lunch, go to bed then uh, you know, wake up, uh, just take a shower, just do, just, you know, getting ready for the game, eating, uh, getting dressed. And then uh, when I'm at the rink, you know, I think I have a, a pretty, pretty, uh, a pretty serious routine that I'm pretty tight on it in time. And, uh, you know, I like doing that a lot. Do any of your teammates try to mess up your routine? No, no. I think, uh, I think they respected that pretty well. And it was fun. It was fun. Uh, sometimes, you know, the, the, the routine you have is sometimes, you know, if you do something with another teammate or, uh, you know, for me, I had a couple of ball games with uh, with uh, one or two guys and then, you know, taking a nice bath at the same time as another guy. And it was always the same thing. And I think, uh, you know, I'm going to miss it a lot. Yeah. With scouts being in the building, did that, did that add any motivation for you? I don't think so. I think if you're motivated by that and if you need that to get motivated, you're in it for the wrong reasons. I think you got to uh, – I think you, that motivation has got to come from inside of you. And, um you know, you got to have uh, that internal drive, uh, whether, you know, the rink's empty or the rink's full of scouts. You're committed to the University of Michigan to take the next step for your hockey dream. What played into your commitment there? You know, I think it was, uh, I really took my time. I committed, uh, you know, only before this year. And um, uh, I think it was just a balance of everything. Uh, you know, I had a great, great relationship with the coaches. Uh, you know, I love the the scouts. Uh, I love the, the, the you know the campus, the the, the hockey program, the, the school part of it, uh, the the class we have coming in, the players that are there. So I think for me, it was just a great balance of everything. You did end up playing Michigan this year. Did you ever talk to the players post game about what life is like with Michigan hockey? Uh, I mean, I talked about it before committing there for sure. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, talked to Quinn uh, Quinn Hughes a lot about his time there and he gave me a lot of uh, a lot of his uh, point of view but um for sure it, I think it really helped uh, me uh, making my decision uh, towards going there what will you be studying at university uh right now I'm probably going to uh probably going to take some general classes first year and then uh, transfer into business school now, size has always been a big factor for scouts, and a lot of people, players, get overlooked because of that. Uh, with you at being 5'9", do you think you're impacted by that? Not at all. I think I'm really confident in my game. Uh, you know, I think uh, I do what I do uh, really good. And, uh, uh, you know, I think the, the style of play that I, that I, that I play, it's, uh, I don't need size to do that. You know, I'm, I'm slippery, I'm fast, I'm, I'm smart. And, uh, you know, even if I could be bigger, I wouldn't want to because uh, – I'm confident in how I play. I'm confident in the, in the type of player I am and what I can bring to a team. And uh, I know that size, uh, even if I was bigger, it wouldn't do uh, any good for me. I'm, uh, I'm comfortable with uh, who I am and uh, how I play. Reading up on you and actually watching your highlights, you do like driving the net and banging in those rebounds. Would you also say that you're comparable to a Brendan Gallagher-like player? Uh, I think I'm more... Uh, 
for sure a lot of respect for for Gallagher and uh, he's a great player hardworking player but I think I'm definitely more of a of a playmaker than uh, you know just driving the net and getting those rebounds uh, for sure it's a big part of the game and uh, you know I, I learned a lot to do that with uh, coach Appert uh, and um, I think it's uh, you know just uh, those hard skills you need to be good at but at the same time I really don't think it's my it's uh, it's my strength. I think I'm really more of a, of a playmaker who, you know, you try to give, try to give like open nets to his teammates. And uh, at the same time, you know, uh, shoot when it's time to score, but uh, you know, you see me on the half wall on the power play and, uh, and uh, stuff like that also. So, uh, you know, I, I, for sure, uh, there's a lot to take from uh, Brendan's game, but um, I don't really think I'm in the same type of player. Like you said, you have one lethal shot, you know, one hell of a shot at that. Do you ever boast about it, or are you one of the silent leaders? Um, you know, I think I'm pretty silent. Uh, you know, in the locker room for sure. Yeah, like I um, uh, sorry, in the locker room, I uh, uh, you know, for sure, I talk. I talk to. I talk pretty much. You know, I talk a lot for sure. Just but nothing too serious. Just trying to have a good time with the boys and stuff like that. But um, uh on the ice yeah, I, just, I think it just shows you don't need to be you don't need to be loud or you don't need to you know make any noise I think it just shows by how hard you work and how you go about your business on the ice and uh, I think players will see that and uh, you know the best example is our captain this year Jake Sanderson I think he goes about his business so well and so seriously and he's so good at it that uh, it just drove our team to be better every day how has the coronavirus impacted your draft preparation uh I don't think it's impacted anything I mean for sure it's it's unfortunate that we won't have a real draft, but um, you know, uh, I think uh, I've been uh, I've been pretty lucky to keep working out, and uh, you know, I've been uh, going on the ice now, so uh, it's it's been pretty good. But um, you know, for sure, the draft's probably going to be online. We don't know what's going to happen, but um, uh, and the interviews are for sure uh, with the Zoom calls and stuff like that. So it's a little different with no combine and not anything, but. Um, uh, just it didn't really change anything about how I go about my day-to-day business. So, now I don't want to reveal too much about you, but what would be your go-to shootout move? Um, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, trying to use deception, trying to fake the goal, and you're doing something, and then uh, doing something else. I think it's uh, it's you really got to be you got to be smart about how you go uh, how you go about it, not try to you know be predictable, and uh, that's what I try to do most. Now, final question here on the podcast: uh, What do you, what advice do you have for aspiring hockey players? Uh, play for the fun of it. I mean, you know, I think uh, people get caught up into like, oh, hockey is so serious, and you gotta, you just gotta work hard every day. And uh, I think a lot of people take the fun out of it, but uh, I think it's really important to 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 just remind yourself that it's a game, you know, and you're supposed to have fun every day. Every time you step on the ice, you're supposed to have a smile on your face and be happy to be there. And uh, I think that if you do that every day, it's just going to, uh, without no, without realizing it, it's going to, it's going to drive you to be better. It's going to drive you to give everything you have on the ice. And I think it's just a, the best way to, you know, just uh, grind it out and, and developing that sacred fire inside of you to, you know, maybe one day make it, uh, make it and, uh, you know, making your dreams come true. All right, well, I'd like to thank Thomas Bordalo for joining me again on today's podcast. Thank you again, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you very much.